We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Last week, Scott Jenstad pegged his second winner of the year with Scotty Scheffler at 24 to 1. Can he do the same this week for a loaded field at the Genesis Invitational? Stay tuned. Welcome to Gaming Golf, the Genesis Invitational Edition here. Jeff Erickson here. I am joined by Jeff Ritter from SI Golf and, of course, Scott Jenstad from Rotowire, also known as the guy that picks winners for us. Uh, so, Scott, congratulations on nailing another one with Scotty Scheffler. 24 to 1, right? 24 to 1. I have to give credit. I, I believe Jeff took him at one and done, didn't he? It was it was my pick on the show, but what happened was I did not. After we got off oh, the no. air, oh, I had no, to go pick pulled, my kids oh, up no. from school. Oh. You pulled an Eric, you pulled an Erickson on us. I, I know I didn't get the pick in the pool. You blame the kids too. I Look know. at that. I know. Just wow. Think, won't somebody think about the children? I know. So I did. I picked a winner for the people who listen to this show. If they listen okay. to the show and made their picks off the show, they won money. I well, did R- not. Riddle, Riddle, you'll be fired up. I actually, you know, I've obviously know Jeff Erickson was at the Super Bowl. Um, you'll be happy to know that I did text him, even though the Bengals were losing when Scheffler made his putt on third playoff hole because I was so excited. And everybody, my, everybody in my house was mad at me because I kept flipping over to put the <laughs> golf on and like they wanted to watch the commercials instead of the golf. And it was a, it was a funny battle, but I did, uh, I, I was so fired up about it that I bugged Jeff in at the Super Bowl with his team losing. That's how important it was to me. And I responded <laughs> you right did. away too. You did. Yeah. Um, not only that, then I got a notification. I won money on DraftKings because that was useful. Um, made a pick in my NFBC uh, or not in, in my, uh, First pitch Arizona speakers in FBC draft there, a baseball draft while at the game. So making history all over there, but nobody cares among our dozens of listeners about that. So let, let's hit instead. Let's talk about golf. First of all, great tournament. Obviously Scheffler got the W Jeff got to give you credit. You are all over Thigala. You picked him up in our league. You talked him up on our pod. You got to, you got to enjoy the fruits of that on our, in our league. Uh, did you roster him in DraftKings too? 
Uh, I did. Yeah, I, nice. had good, I had a good week in DraftKings. I just yeah, feel bad. Did. I mean, blowing the one and done pool like that is that one. That one. That one's gonna sting throughout the season. But yeah, Thigala, I wasn't. I mean, Thigala, I just gotta say, like, you can just set your watch to it every year, like February, March, April, where you're gonna start talking about all oh, these young players today. They just show up ready to win, and you never see them coming until they get there. It's always somebody, and so. I just felt like he was someone with a pedigree. Like, like the one thing I look for from young players or, you know, corn fairy rookies or whoever they are is I like wins. And so that was the one thing with the gala is he won everything you could win in college at Pepperdine and earned his way on. So I just felt like in our season long league, I felt like it was a surprise that, that, you know, we play in a very competitive, I would, I would argue perhaps the most competitive fantasy golf league in the entire world, but we can break down, you know, the numbers on why I've got numbers to support that half the people are writing the, the articles that, you know, are out there on fantasy golf. But anyway, right. I was surprised he slipped through. And so when, when the gala was still available, I, I made a quick move and it is, it is paying off. It looks like I got, I got, I, it's already paid off. Got lucky there. You know, other than the rare Morikawa wolf class and hobbling class, usually it's year two that you want these guys that are fresh out of college. You don't want to get them right when they make their debut, but you want to get them in their first full season. It's happening more though. I mean, DeShambo came out and he was, you know, if you're talking about like a free agent pickup in a, in a season long league, I, I believe he was top 20 in his first masters as a pro. Like it does happen. It, it's yeah. hap- and it's happening more, I guess it, but there's, there's also more guys and, you know, there's more churn of like these college well, stars and some of them get lost in the shuffle or they can't get into the right events either. So, you know, it's, it's not easy to necessarily identify who it's going to be, but every year I feel like there's somebody. They do hit the crap out of the ball. That's one common yeah. denominator. They, you get a lot more distance, the younger, I mean, you got this whole wave of young guys where tiger was alone when he came out like that and was yeah. smacking the ball, you know, 20, 30 yards over everyone. Now you got all these young guys are crushing it there. And, you know, Bryson's going to start this next wave of guys. They're going to be beefy, like smack the ball, smack the ball around guys. Although I don't know, maybe this wrist injury that he's suffering now might deter some people too. Uh, But I don't know. Um, I do think that it's one of those where you got a lot more young guys that are more equipped for today's game than they were in maybe previous years. Yeah, I mean, and Figala, he just sounds like he's a 10-year veteran. You know, not only they just, they have the game, but they, they just sound the part as well. They're yeah. just like prepared in all aspects on and off the course, nutrition, fitness, like everything is just in place for these guys to just walk right onto the tour and compete. And uh, yeah. there's just going to be more stories like this year after year. And, and the most impressive thing with Figala was, I mean, he's, he's this is not like, you know, the Sanderson Farms or, you know, something like that. He But he was playing in the last group with stud players, you know, behind him with him and just kind of, I mean, until the last three holes hung in the whole way, just playing as well as those guys. It was a, it was a really impressive weekend for a young guy like that. For sure. And I was impressed how he had that double on two, I think on Saturday, Yep. you're like, okay, you know, Cinderella's shoe is, you know, you know, Cinderella's, you know, like I'm not even going to finish this analogy, but you know what I mean? It was, it was, it was a slipper, Jeff. Midnight, something about midnight. Yeah. 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 You're you're suddenly your, your daughter, your daughters grow up and you don't remember the Disney stories anymore. Ah, true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but he rallied, you know, and and that's the thing he was in the final group again, Sunday, like, and leading on Sunday for a big chunk of that too. Uh, hats off to him. I think there's, you know, there's gonna be better days ahead for him for sure. However, this week is insane guys. 
All top 10 players in the world are here. As Len Hockberg's article points out, it's the first time in 15 years that it's happened at a non-major WGC or uh, playoff event. This is, you know, at a quote-unquote regular tournament. First time in 15 years. That's insane. And second time in 28 years. Just makes you realize what, A, what a worldwide schedule it is, and B, how regularly it's guys are going to take some time off and they do stagger it a little bit there. They, and, be, and and see when Tiger invites you to do something, you come do it. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Just don't get in his car. Um, but Oh, too soon. Too, soon? too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Well, he was driving so fast. I, I'm too soon. kind of annoyed. But uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, all right. Uh, let's break down this field. Uh, I, we got five. Nonetheless, despite the loaded field, we're going to have some guys at good prices because of the loaded field. We've got five guys in the five digits. Rom at 11.3, down a couple of notches. Cantley up to 11,000. JT at 10.7. Morikawa at 10.4. DJ at 10.2. Scott, who do you like in this group and why is it Morikawa? <laughs> it's always it's almost always Morikawa, right? Yeah. It, it's tough. I mean, I think this is a roster build question more than anything. Because, I mean, I, sure. love, I love all five guys in this group. I think that even DJ is interesting just because, I mean, he plays so well here. Ten top tens in the last 13 starts here. Um, as I was building rosters, I think I'm going to play two guys in the nines and one guy in the eights. So I don't think I'll be getting up here very much. In a team where I do, I think I'm actually going to go Justin Thomas at 10-7. Wow. He hit it great last week. Gained 12.7 T to green, 7.0 pros. He just putted really badly. But it's funny. We talk about how, you know, these guys are so expensive. But the reason is because they're so damn consistent. Like, there was no ROM or JT talk on Friday or Saturday. Like, they weren't even – they were kind of in the mix. They weren't really there. They weren't in the leaderboard. And all of a sudden, it's Sunday and, you know, the back nine. Back both, top tens. Both yep. of them are in the top ten. Like, it's just that. Like, they just don't have bad rounds. I saw a stat today that uh, ROM's last round over par was at the Open Championship last year. So, like, July of 2021. Not not a, not a tournament over par, a round over par on the PGA Tour, which is which is wild. Um, so, I mean, I would have no issue playing ROM. But I'm going to go Thomas. Um, I know he missed cut here the last couple of years, but he finished second in 2019. So that's some wild putting swings here. Um, either really good or really bad. But, you know, he lost 2.8 strokes putting last week and still finished eighth. You give me an average putting week from JT with how well he's hitting the ball right now. Um, that's who I'm going to play in this top range. I, I wouldn't argue against Rom or Cantley. Cantley finishes top 10 every week, it seems. But uh, if I got to pick one, uh, I'll give me JT this week. I would, uh, I think I would go Cantley off this tier, but I agree with Scott that it's more intriguing to build from one tier down from here. I kind of feel like Cantley should be the, the highest priced golfer this week. I mean, Rom's been very, very good, but Cantley's just also hitting another gear right now. He's got a great track record at Riv. I, I, I kind of just, I don't know. I look at him. I expected Cantley's name to be at the top of the price sheet this week, and I was surprised it wasn't. So to me, it's rare that you say at any of the $10,000 guys are bargains, but I sort of felt like Cantley might be a little bit mispriced. Still so am I going to get more cow at a cheaper price? I mean, a lesser Ross, not cheaper price, but a uh, lower ownership? You, de you, you, definitely, you, are you definitely are this week. Okay, yeah, sign me up then. I'm in. Um, cause that's what I was planning on doing anyhow is using him. But, um, one other thing that Riviera has talked about, it's not like as super long course. It's known for being tight. Uh, it's known for the Kikuya grass really punishing you if you go in the rough yet the track record of bombers here is so good. It's the bombers that win here. Holmes is one here. Bubba is a bit as a great track record here. Uh, should we be looking for the bombers this week? 
I think you do because the fact that it's so difficult to hit the fairways anyway. So even the short hitters are going to miss fairways. It's the second most difficult course on tour last year to hit the fairways. Third most difficult to hit the greens. You have just so many approaches over 175. There's, it's not, you talk about not the distance. It's because the par fives aren't hugely long. There's only three of them. None of them over mm-hmm. 600 yards, but there's seven par fours over 450. Like, so that it may not, it yeah. may not be a total, and it's not like a total length long. You're right about that. It's like it's 7,300, 7,200 yards, but there's just a lot of long par fours that are tough. You've got to hit your irons, this 175 to 225 range. There's a lot of shots in, in that range. It's just, it's hard to hit fairways. It's hard to hit greens here. If you can bomb it down, you're, if people are going to be in the rough anyway, you know, give me a rough shot from 125 or 175 every day. So that's, I think that's where the bombers get a little bit of an edge. It's kind of like the Bryson. Uh, uh, yeah, I was ahead. gonna say I think around the green is an interesting stat this week too. From what Scott just said, that that there are greens to be missed out yeah. there, and I think I think that this is one course where that's a stat that I pull up higher to the top, closer to the top of the pile in terms of what you look at. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good point. Reminds me of uh, Bryson two years ago at the Open. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, Bryson can't contend with this high rough." You know, and he's like, "Watch me." I'm just going to bomb it. I'll be digging out with my wedges while you're digging out with your seven irons or your, I'll yep. be digging out with my seven iron while you're digging out with your four iron. Um, and if, if everyone's going to miss the fairway, anyhow, I think that's a really good point. Uh, let's move down to the next tier, the nine thousands Xander's 99 Rory's at 97 ho- Hovland at 94 Matsuyama at 93 Scheffler 92 Cam Smith at 91 and Brooks at 9,000. Wow. What a grouping in the nine thousands. Jeff Ritter, is there anyone you don't like in this group? Uh, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> in case problem, I might say I might pass on Scheffler just because first win of his, you know, of his career, yeah. a re, maybe a reset week. But otherwise, I'm, I'm, I would try to build off two of these guys. I mean, I think Cam Smith is really interesting and just fitting that bill of a guy who has the around the green game that I was, I was referencing earlier. Also, he's, where did he go after Hawaii? I think this is his first time back. Uh, but I wouldn't forget that. To me, he feels underpriced. I think Kepka's underpriced where he is. I mean, he could have won in Phoenix, and certainly it, it's all coming back together for Kepka. So I, I think that's a low number for him. And then Brooke, I, I think Victor Hovland, I know he missed the cut in Phoenix, but I, I don't know. Phoenix is its own beast. I, I, he was really playing some of the best golf in the world. Uh, in the first part of this year. So that also feels like a low number for him as well. And then you got Rory in the nines. I mean, God, what a, I mean, you tell me, but those are, those are the names that jump out, which frankly, most of the names do jump out off this tier. Yeah, I, I love this tier. I'm going to play, I think I'm going to play two guys on this tier on, on most of my teams as I build. And my the, the three I'm going to be picking mostly from are Xander at 9,900. I think that, you know, he did get it done last week, but still finished uh, still finished third, hit it fantastically well, gained 13 strokes tee green, 4.9 off the tee, 4.2 in approach, just lost strokes putting and could not make a putt on Sunday. It was painful. Especially at number 10. In number 10, all tournament. You know, he was like within 10 feet every time. He couldn't make a birdie. Sorry to just, interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. That front nine on Sunday, like, just like just couldn't make a putt. I mean, everybody's, you know, making a birdie here and there, and he just had eight straight pars, just kind of got passed up by everybody. But um, he's played here four years. He's never finished outside of the top 25, only one top 10. But, you know, give me that nice consistency and contending. And then, uh, so with Xander, I'm going to go a lot of Rory this week. Um, I, last time he was on the PGA Tour, he won his tournament in October. 
He played two tournaments late in uh, January in Europe. He was T12 at Abu Dhabi, uh, third at Dubai, and I think he led late and got passed uh, at the very end. But uh, uh, top five in 2019 here, top five in 2020, missed the cut last year, but some some good history at Riviera. And I just I think anytime you're going to get Rory under 10, anytime you get Rory at 22 to 1, not to spoil a bet later, but uh, I'm just going to jump on that whenever I can. And my third guy here is, is actually Hideki. I think Hideki is just hitting the ball perfectly right now. He gained uh, – 6.4 T to green, 5.1 approach last week. Um, he's played, uh, he's, he's played, he's gained in T to green like to a big amount at all four tournaments he's played in 2022 so far. Uh, top 10 here in 2020 and 2019. Um, I think he'll be a less, a little less rostered than the other two, but uh, of, of those are going to be my three. I'm going to play two of them together on a lot of teams this week. Interesting group. I mean, I can't find a reason to fade any of them. That's the problem. Maybe Sheffer, like uh, Jeff referred to there about coming off a win, but. I like all of them. That, that's the tricky part. I'm, uh, uh, I'm I'm not playing Brooks, not hitting the ball well enough for me. I know he finished third, but he just gained a ton of strokes putting last week. Gained that's six, true. Gained that's six true. strokes putting. And on Sunday, like I, he kept hitting the ball in the in the desert, in the sand. He was all over the place and just would make a 15-footer to kind of save himself. But, uh, you know, I just I look at his recent uh, ball striking, and it's just not good enough for me to go with him over these guys. But, I mean, he's Brooks. He can turn it on and flip a switch at any point. I fully acknowledge that. But if I had to pick someone um, to not play in this group for me, it'd be him. Yeah. I like how he talked about, he was like 17th or 19th in the world. He's like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. And all that. Like <laughs> who else has some, stuff like that? I love it. Um, let's move on to the uh, 8,000s tier here. Uh, Jordan Spieth at 89, Will Z at 88, Sam Burns, 87. Sung JM at 86, Bubba at 85, Finau 84, Homa 83, Adam Scott 82, Fitzpatrick 81, Taylor Gooch at 8,000. Scott, it's your turn to go first again, and, and I think I'm going to preempt you again because I'm going to guess you're going to say Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's definitely one of my uh, one of my uh, main plays here for sure at 8100. He was he was tenth at Phoenix, sixth at Pebble, yeah. just playing really well right now. He gained 7.2 to green and 4.2 in approach last week in Phoenix. He was fifth at Riviera last year too, so like a good course history play last year. Um, I think he's a little bit underpriced. I like him probably more than anybody else in this tier. Uh, I do like Adam Scott this week at 8200. I think Bubba's gonna be popular. I get that out of the way. He's yeah. won he's won three times here, which is pretty yep. wild. Um, and he's he played well last week. Played well in that tournament where Harold Varner junior i uh, made the you know 120 foot putt to beat him so good form uh riviera plays really well for lefties lefties with a fade it sets up really nicely uh, mike weir's one here phil's one here bubba's one here three times but i like adam scott here too good course history one here in 2020 seventh in 2019 um had back-to-back top tens his last two euro events before came, came over in phoenix last week and i think maybe last week was kind of a get back to the get back to the u.s get used to it he played okay um small gains and td green off the tee but uh, i like adam scott at a 200 and uh, kind of a, a playoff maybe everybody going with bubba and homa the, the defending champ last week and i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't argue against the uh, will z obviously either playing really well before he had the uh, the covid uh, vacation there um hit it amazingly well at tory gained 12.4 td green 7.9 approach um so i think that if you want to go up in the ats my play but i like scott and fitpatrick in the lower eights Jeff, are you going with TK Gooch? You grab you grab my thunder at the end. I, I like Will Z a lot off this tier. I think he's underpriced. He had he had the okay. he was out with COVID, right? He had the yeah. he was yep. about to play at Pebble, and then he's been sort of derailed here for a couple of weeks. But he was playing so well. Also, I was just thinking now is Scotty Scheffler's one. So who is the best player on tour without a win? Like I, I 
it might be Zalatoris. It might also be Fitzpatrick. I was gonna say it's one. It's one of those. It's one of those two we just talked <laughs> about. In, is who I'm saying. It's in this yeah. tier. So I like I like Fitzpatrick a lot. I knew, I knew Scott was gonna talk about him, but I I think Zalatoris my other is my second favorite choice off the eight thousands. How, how do you guys feel about Homa as the defending champ? Plays well in California. Won here last year. Obviously, uh, any any like there? I like him. I, I think I just like the other guys more. But I I could certainly see you know dropping him into to DFS lineup, especially at this price. Yeah, I could see it. He played well over the weekend. You know, Saturday was a big day for him. I could see it. All right. Uh, before we move on to the sevens, because there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of guys in the sevens and all that, but we do have to share a quick note from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, that was a good quick note. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, let's talk about the 7,000s. There's, again, it's a deep, deep pool. Although, I will say, that actually, it's not as crazy as before, in part because it's a 120-man field. It's yeah. an invitational. It's not an open. So a uh, little bit smaller. Might dictate also some strategy uh, later on, but we'll get into that. But let's let's go by 500s here first, though. From 75 to 79, we got Mark Leishman, 79, Russell Henry, se- Henley, 79, Sergio is back 78 for him. Neiman 78, Kokrak 77, Answer 77. Paul Casey, there's a name we haven't mentioned in a long time at 76. Kevin Nott 76, Seamus Power, Alex Noren, Tom Hoagie all at 75. Jeff Ritter, who do you like in this group? I would say 
we're stopping at 75. I like Kevin Na a lot at 76. Um, mm-hmm. It's that around the green game again, and he's kind of becoming a big game hunter as as his career advances for some reason. I just this was one of the events I thought about actually when I plucked him out of the auction onto my fantasy golf team. I just feel like he's a he pl- tends to play well early in the year, and I pegged him hopefully to be playing well this week. So I got I'll, I'll be putting a lot of Kevin Na in lineups this week. I also. I mean, friend of the podcast, Abe Answer. I just want, I want to see a little bit more, but I feel like this is another one where uh, you can make a statement, you know, in this field. And for a, for a lot of last year, it seemed like he was making a statement every week. So I'm flagging him now that he's down below 8,000, but, you know, you'd like to see a little bit more. And I also think uh, – oh, we're stopping at 75. All right, I've got more below 75, but I'll, I'll stop there. I think Nas my favorite in this Okay. Match. Scott? Answer hasn't finished top 35 in four tournaments here. I would never Ooh. would have guessed that would happen. He's such a good player. It's weird yeah. that he's just, just struggling right now. But uh, I have two guys in this range. Uh, my first is Paul Casey, who's someone that I, I always like to play. Uh, finished 12th in Dubai in, in late January. I know he hasn't been in the U.S. for a while, but you look at his uh, career here, seven for seven, cut to Genesis, just plays really well here, really solid. Um, I think it's 7,600. I, I, you know, I want guys to get into the cut this week. There's going to be, you know, with a smaller field, you're going to have to get six to six because it's just, uh, there's going to be a lot of people who get six to six this week because there's not, a, yep. you know, 150 guys in this term as 120 or whatever. Uh, my other guy is kind of a, a recent form play. Someone that I really liked um, earlier last year is Joaquin Neiman. Um, struggled a little bit late in the year, but then played really well at Torrey. He gained 7.6 T to green, 3.7 approach. That was the only PJ event, but, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a similar course. There's a lot of course similarities between Torrey and Riviera. Um, California course is pretty long. Um, so I think Neiman is, is one of those guys I think is super talented. You know, has, kind of has 8,500, 9,500 talent in, in DraftKings prices, but it hasn't played a lot. Uh, but t- t- give me a T6 at Farmers. Uh, I really like that 7,800 in this range. Yeah, I can see that. I, I'm glad you, you know, I, Casey, I always love it when I get him cheap. I don't yeah. like him as when he's in the 9,000s when it's a weak, weaker field. I love right. it when I get him and I and some of these guys in the next grouping, even even lower, uh, we're going to mention the ball strikers. When you get them at a good cheap price, it's, it's always fun. Uh, to that end, let's talk about the guys, 7,000 to 7,400. There's a good copious group of them. Luke List, 7,400. Thomas Peters, uh, 7,400. Patrick Reed, 74. At 73, we got Corey Connors. That's the guy I was alluding to, although his form's terrible right now. Also at 73, Siwoo Kim, Cameron Chingali, uh, Sahit Thigala again. At 72, Keegan, Maverick McNeely, Lanto Griffin, Viz Wheatonhut. At 71, Bobby Mack, Harold Vonner, Mac Hughes, and Adam Hadawin. No, had win. I always like to say he had one win, but I think that's probably defaming him just a little bit. Uh, and then 7,000s, Johnny Vegas, Ryan Palmer, Carlos Ortiz, Van Royen, and Molinari, Francesco Molinari, that is. Scott, you like anybody in this grouping? I'm going to let Jeff go first. He said he likes this range, so I'm going to let him go first. Francesco is sneaky down there at 7,000. Uh, yep. He's off to a good start this year. He was top 10 at Riv last year. Uh Former major win. I mean, you know, the, the, he sort of had his his run a few years ago, but he's quietly seems like he's putting it together. And I think you get down to low sevens. If you're making the cut, you're probably winning. You know, I, I, I like him a lot. I also think, um, where'd he go? Well, Figala, I mean, I wouldn't stay away from I think I think Figala at this point, you're, you're wondering how long you can ride the wave, but he really does seem like he has the all-around game that – is going to travel. So at that price, I'm, I'm not scared, but the other guy, of course we got to, this is because he's becoming the people's uh, pick up the podcast. Christian Biswedenhout 
the more we the more we get comfortable saying his name, the more he continues to lurk in the top fifteen at these tournaments. And uh, I don't know. I still think he's got a big game that's gonna he's gonna break through, and this would be the type of high impact tournament where uh, where it could happen. But he's been playing well this year, and I'm watching him at that price. So I'm a card carrying Biz Wheaton Hut fan, but I don't like him here because I think he need to be longer off the tee, and that that's Perhaps. not his game. Perhaps I uh, give me but, Bo- give me Bobby Mack uh, yeah. for a hundred less uh, if we're going to go in that range. But uh, Scott, who do you like in this group? So this is a really important range for me this week. I you know I, I was I was playing my lineups and if I go two nines and an eight, I've got uh, if I just went uh, I just plugged it into to try it out. I did Adam Scott, McElroy, and Xander. I have seventy four hundred dollars left for three guys. So I'm going to need a couple guys in this range for sure. And if I get someone in the sixes, I can go up a little bit. But important range for me. Uh, I do like three guys here. I'm going to go uh, first guy is Thomas Peters at seventy four hundred. Is playing. Yeah. Really well around the world right now. He won in the he won the Portuguese Masters in November. Then he won Abu Dhabi in late January, and he's twelfth at Dubai. Like that's two wins in the T twelve in, in three tournaments on the Euro Tour. He was second here in twenty seventeen. So a little bit of course history. I know it's five years ago, but you know, at least he's played here. I know it's his first PGA start in a long time, but his game is peaking. Right, we always always a guy we thought was really talented. Can hit the ball far too. He's a good putter. Um, I really like his chances here. He's a little he's got a little blow up in him. He can uh, you know if he kind of goes sideways, he gets mad and kind of freaks out a little bit. Um, but uh, I, I do like him this week at 7,400. Uh, I also like Keegan again. I think I'm going back to him. He had a really bad Saturday in Phoenix, but bounced back. I think he shot 66 on Sunday, finished 26. Like at the price, if you played him, um, I had him in my lineup that did really well. Unfortunately, it was five of six. Otherwise, it would have been really, really well. But play, you know, for the price, filled in nicely, um, gained 6.4 T to green and 2.8 approach. Again, it's all on the putting. If he can just putt average, He's probably a top 25 guy. If, you know, if not, maybe he misses the cut. But uh, finished fourth here in 2015. Has struggled since then, especially with the putting. But uh, I do think he's hitting the ball really well right now. And my third guy here is, is Lanto Griffin. Uh, three 2022 tournaments. He's been top 30 in all three of them, including a third at Amex. Gained nicely in TD Green in all three tournaments. Um, he's two for two in cuts at Riviera. 26 here last year. I think he builds a nice little resume for being a pretty good, uh, pretty good spot here at 7,200. Interesting names. I mean, I, I th- this is a fun tier for me. Uh, it is. And it's, ne- and, uh, as you alluded, it's necessary. And it's if you're going with a guy in the, the five-digit range, I mean, you're definitely looking at fishing yeah. in this tier too. I mean, it, it it's definitely – you got to get, get get your cheapies right. Let's did look you, at these. Did you, guys, did you guys ever think that Patrick Reed would be in this range and none of us would be playing him? Is that wild? It is I kind of want my money back on that uh, picking <laughs> our season-long auction. Not How much did you pay for him? 25 not huge, but yeah, it's not. He's nice. Not. I mean, I looked at him when I was. I saw that off. I saw the price. I was like, I got to look at this. And he's just not playing well. He's not playing a lot either. Yeah. Um. Usually, you're like, oh, he's gonna play a ton of tournaments, but he played a lot in the fall, so maybe that explains a little bit. But he and but he he played farmers. He had to play farmers, and he played the American Express, and that's it. That's the list. Didn't play Phoenix last week. A little surprised at that, but then again. He is not what you would call a fan favorite, and he might have been the target of some verbal abuse. So he uh, he's played he's played three tournaments in twenty twenty two. He's lost T to green in all three, lost off the tee in all three. He's now lost T to green in eight straight tournaments with uh, with uh, Statcast or whatever it's called. Yeah, Statcast uh, stuff. Eight in a row for a world class golfer as well. You never see eight in a row with anything, and he's lost just here again eight in a row. I mean, that's it seems impossible. It's wild. It is possible though. So. It is. He's just. I mean, he is fully bad right now. It's uh, it's wild. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Uber GPs, where I will not be advising Aaron Wise this week. Uh, advocating Aaron Wise, I won't be advising him either. He's not going to talk to me. But uh, let's... Maybe, maybe he should. 
I don't think he should. Uh, <laughs> you've seen me play before, Scott. That would be a bad idea. Oh, well, to here, talk to here comes the Jeff Erickson sandbagging his golf game. Speech. Yeah, yeah. You, only because you're the master sandbagger <laughs> at golf, your own golf game there. Who do we like in the cheapies, guys? The 6,000 range. Who do we like? Uh, Jeff, you went first last time. Scott, who do you like? Two guys that jumped out to me, and one is a guy that I talked about last week and he made the cut is Russell Knox at 6,800. He's actually priced yeah. down this week, but 33rd of Phoenix, but hit it really well. Gained 4.3 to green, 4.7 approach. Hit it great at Pebble. Hit it great at Sony. Like all three of the four tournaments he played in 2022, really good to green and approach numbers. And you got to be a ball striker this, this, this course, this tournament. If you take just the last 12 rounds, you kind of go with how guys are playing really recent form. He's actually second in the whole field in shot gain approach. Uh, you know, we take, we talk about all these top 10 players. That's pretty impressive how well he's hitting the ball right now. Um, another guy that he just kind of putt average. I think he makes the cut and is a really good value for 6,800. And my other guy is another kind of recent form. I'm always looking for recent form in the 6,000. I want guys who are hitting the ball well. Um, Sebastian Munoz was uh, 23rd at Phoenix, uh, but lost four strokes putting. Like he hit the ball really well, just putted really poorly. He gained uh, gained 9.7 tee to green and 3.7 off the tee and approach. Hit the ball really well. He was 39th at Farmer. So, you know, made the last couple of cuts on a similar course. Um, I think it's 6,700. Uh, I, I like Knox a little bit more, but I think uh, Munoz is really playable too. So my my rookie of the week. So now that uh, Sahith Thigala has captured the hearts and minds of golf fans, uh, I am now turning to, I think the guy who was the most hyped of the rookie class is now lurking down there at 6,400 bucks. Taylor Pendrith uh, has the pedigree. He was out of anybody kind of labeled as the next big star to come on tour. He's in the top 10 in driving distance on tour. And he's made a couple of cuts, uh, last two cuts he's made. So Maybe it's coming around. Uh, I'm, I do agree, Jeff. You know, the big game certainly helps at this golf course. The stats don't lie. And you're talking about a guy who's in top 10 in distance off the tee. Uh, maybe maybe the star arrives this week. I think he's worth a shot at that price. If you're going to round out the lineup, back up a Justin Thomas or a Patrick Cantlay. You need somebody down here. So, all right. the rookie. Cool. I've got two other guys I want to ask you about in this range. Wyndham Clark, big hitter, that llama, 316 on average off the tee. Uh, I think if I remember, I, re I recall seeing his name on leaderboards at this on at this course in previous years. I got to double check on that. But uh, you know, I would say that, you know, check the final results before you uh, just go with my recollection. But <laughs> didn't even play there last year. So good job, Jeff. Uh, no, he did. He played. He did and finish, finished, eighth. He finished, finished, finished eighth. eighth. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to give you props, but uh, you, you got yeah. yourself there. I just read the wrong line. But uh, the other thing that's kind of interesting is that experience usually pays off in this course. Uh, and you, yep. you, I think no winner has played there less than twice since Adam Scott first won it or something like way, way long time ago, obviously, that it's been like this. So I, I thought that that was kind of interesting. But a guy that has great experience at this course, but has lousy recent form is James Hahn at 6,500. Uh, is recent, usually we say recent form instead of, you know, course history. Do we say that here? He, he certainly, 6,500, he certainly has the course history to, to fall back on a little bit. I mean, in, in, yeah, you're right. He's missed four straight cuts. So that's, that's a little rough, but I mean, <laughs> If you want to play recent form, it's the guy to do it. What, he, what was he? He was 15th last year, and he won it, uh, won it a few years ago. Right, He was 13th the year before. Like, that's great, great, great uh, form. I think he's an L.A. guy, too, so maybe that works yeah. out. But uh, I'd probably go 
if I had to pick between the two, I'd probably play Wyndham Clark and his length over Han. But yeah, I can, I can I can see both of them be useful. I think I think Han will be pretty popular down here too, just because of the fact that, that everybody's talking about Genesis. But I mean, he's sixty five hundred, not going to be that popular. But uh, yeah, he's a tough one to figure out because you have to weigh that recent form against course history. Yeah, but if you're going to get a ten and a nine, you have to get a six. You do, if, and and a low seven. Yeah. Uh, and you know it's it's tough to fit it all in. So I think you're right that Han will be popular. Uh, Bubba is going to be insanely popular this week. Yeah. Uh, probably a lot of people in one and done and as well. So that's a perfect launching point. We're running a little long, so let's let's jump right into it. Let's do uh, our betting sheets real quick, and then we'll do one and done. So Jeff Ritter, who do you got on your betting sheet this week? Uh, taking a little bit of, of Genstad's thunder, but Roy McIlroy slipping <laughs> over 20 to 1, 22 to 1. That's too long of odds for Roy McIlroy, so I want in on that. I'm on Victor Hovland, 25 to one, and I like. Uh, I'll go with Fitzpatrick also, 40 to one. Where, where's Will Z? Where is he? 28 at? to one on DraftKings. Uh, okay, yeah, that's that's probably fair. I, I think Fitzpatrick's underpriced. I see him at 40 to one on golf odds. I don't know if he's there at, at DraftKings, but uh, you know, and the thing is, again, shop around. Uh, yeah. you're going to find that they're a they're going to vary, and b that they change pretty quickly. Uh, especially in these to win bets. I've noticed that like what we'll even have, like, well, Rotowire will have a thing where there's, there's four books and you, it'll give you the best odds on each golfer, but those can change really fast. You, yeah. By the time you see it, it might be down a little bit. So, and it's, right. it's a small enough world where there's some popular people who do bot podcasts and pick. And when they put their picks out, you see, you see lines actually move. It's, it's pretty wild how, uh, how that can happen in golf. We like to call that the Genstat effect. That is definely not the Genstat effect. No, not yet. <laughs> Not yet. It's the Mayo effect, but uh, yeah. Anyways, um, we love Pat Mayo, so I, I, I'm happy to mention his name, even though, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not even though. I'm happy to mention his name. He's a yeah. good guy, and he's a great analyst, too. All right, Scott, who's on your betting sheet? So I'm going to kind of go with the strategy I had last week of kind of not playing the guys under 20 to 1 so I can play a few more names. I'm going to play Roy at 22 to 1 for sure. Uh, I'm going to play Xander at 22 to one. Also, I know it hasn't happened, but I think it's coming. I mean, he's hitting the ball so well. His his all his uh, ball striking numbers last week were so good. Then I'm going to drop down. Uh, I'm going to play Adam Scott at 45 to one. If I can find Fitzpatrick at 40 to one, I think I play that also. And then I'm going to drop back with a couple of darts. I'm going to play Thomas Peters at 70 to one. I think for that that number, he actually has a chance to win. Like it, this is a tournament that's really hard to win because there's so many big names. You're not going to get a lot of uh, you know a lot of late darts they're going to make into runs like some of these tournaments we've seen so far. But I think Peters has the game. Um, you know he's played Ryder Cups. He's uh, he's won twice recently. So I think it's 70 to one. That's a pretty good number. And then just pure FOMO play. I'm going to put a couple bucks on Keegan at 150 to one because if he were to win and I didn't have a couple bucks on him, I'd really regret it later. There you go. There you go. All right, one and done. Uh, Jeff, who are you going to say now and then place put put I'm, down I'm, later? I'm, I'm going to make the pick right here in real time as I'm talking. Uh, okay. It's done. I am submitting. I've just got a feeling he was playing as some of the best golf with anybody in the world and just kind of stunk last week, missed the cut. Victor Hovland. It's time All for right. Hovland to, to win one of these. Uh, he's been win winning around the world here and there. I like him. He's going to win. I think this is one of those weeks when uh, you want to get a great player that you can win the tournament. It's 2.1 million to 2.16 million to the winner. So like it's up there with majors. This is a tournament that you definitely, if you can get a win, you can move way up in your pools. Uh, I'm going to go kind of go with uh, what I've been talking. About. I'm going to go with Roy McIlroy this week. I think that uh, I think he plays uh, overall well here. I know he missed it last year, but I think he plays well here. 
I think he's uh, I like the form in Europe and I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be a big Rory year and he's gonna start right here with a win at Genesis you know what Jeff Ritter you were talking up Patrick Cantley earlier in the show you persuaded me I was gonna go Colin Morikawa but then Jeff Ritter said oh I think Cantley should be the highest priced golfer here I don't think people are gonna take Cantley in the one and done I'm gonna take him now probably not Actually, I, I love that pick. He's playing yeah. so well. One of these weeks, he's going to he's going to get it done. Somebody's going to lotto. And, you know, I think a lot of people will actually be on Rory because they're like, oh, I finally get a chance to take Rory. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong about that, but I love Rory, too. I'll be playing him in DK, but I'm for one and done. I'm just going to be a little bit different. I like hey, it. If I didn't go Rory, I would go JT. Those are my two uh, my two favorite guys this week overall, I think. All right. There you go. There you have it. Any other thoughts before we go uh, log off for today? Sorry about your Bengals. It's okay. But I'm glad you got to see it in person. That's still a uh, – had of had of made it a little easier, right, to just be there. It, yeah. You know what? It did. I, I, I was really unhappy, of course, that we lost. Bummed out, but not devastated. And maybe it's because I got to go. I had this great experience. Got to take my daughter. She'll remember that forever. That's pretty awesome. Uh, it hurts because you see the plays that could have been different. You see the what it could have should have is like I know Chase was open on the last play. Don't tell me that. I know that too soon. <laughs> you say the name P Ryan, I'm gonna get angry with you. But uh, you know, and it's no offense to Smaji. Just don't use him there. Use your best players. But anyways, I digress. Um, it was an amazing experience. It's a bucket list thing. I probably won't ever do it again, even if the Bengals go, because it is stupid expensive. But man, it, the everything that came together this year, it, it made it like it is the obvious to sit time to go if I was ever going to go. So I'm glad I did it. Nice. Did, did you see the, the picture on Twitter of the one guy at the, at the Super Bowl who's uh, had, had the golf tournament on his phone? Cause that guy, that guy's my hero right there. I love that. Yeah. I did not see that, but that's, <laughs> was that's awesome. awesome. I want to make, I knew it. I knew where you were sitting at. So I knew it wasn't your angle. So I knew it wasn't you, but uh, I love that someone had the playoff playoff on during the game that fired me up. That is, that is great. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap it up for gaming golf. Good luck on your lineups. Good luck on your bets. Uh, let us know if you win. I uh, love hearing the feedback and let us know. If you, is any uh, anything else you want us to cover when we do this uh, podcast, we are happy to cover for you here. So thanks again for listening. Good luck at the Genesis. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.